So there is a podcast called Every Frame a Pause that is well known for like having like 11 hour podcasts where they break down a another piece of media in what could be called reaction content. They have at least someone there has seen the content before and knows that they can use it for some purpose. It is still not something that I widely support, but as is the case with any stance that you take, there's always going to be stuff that is barely not passable and every frame of pause probably fits into that category for me. Like if every single bit of reaction content on the platform was a person sitting for 11 hours with a group, breaking down something they've already seen before, putting it on YouTube without the original title or thumbnail of the original video, then I'd be far less concerned, right? Nevertheless, why does this involve me? The main dude who runs it, Mola or Mueller, depending upon how you want it pronounced, he says he doesn't mind. He emailed me and he was like, hey, you want to come on? I'm like, you know, I'm tired and me not thinking straight. I'm like, oh, that's flattering to be invited onto a podcast. Sure, man. Why not? I don't get invited onto a lot of things, chat. I'm a somewhat of a controversial figure. Those who know me like me. Those who don't, don't. <laughs> you know? I've had some high-profile dramas with some popular people. Obviously, in a situation where a person wants to maintain good relations with the more popular person, association with me can be kind of potentially damaging. So I don't get invited to much stuff. Oh, that's not the only reason, of course. I'm I'm not a particularly interesting person when it comes right down to it. I mean, generally, when you want to get a person for a podcast, you want a person who is an active personality where their content is mainly them being themselves. Where for me, my main draw, well, in part is my personality, but also is mainly GTA 5, right? My content that just involves me as a person does far less well. Still does good numbers, right? Like my cooking videos have hundreds of thousands of views, but you get the idea. Like in terms of the long list of creators you could potentially just bring on a podcast, I'm way down on that list despite being fairly popular because of the nature of the content I make. Being invited on something is flattering. So I was like, yeah, man, absolutely. Let's do it. And then we start talking and he's like, yeah, so it'll be uh, 4 a.m. your time. And I was like, oh, 4 a.m.? Coincidentally, like the polar opposite of a good time for me, given how my sleeping pattern was. To do that podcast, I would have had to have been up for like 14 to 16 hours or something, then start the podcast, and the podcast usually goes for like six hours. And even worse than that, it was three days from that email, and I had two other collabs set up for particular times. One being with Bruffy for something for his channel, and one with uh, Lenk for my channel with GTA Guesser. And even then I was like, yeah, let's, let's see how this works out. But it didn't, obviously. I didn't wasn't able to end up going on. I, w I was just going to be too tired. And so we had a nice chat for like a, an hour, hour and a half. Like it was meant to be like a short phone call or a short Discord message. But we talked for quite a bit. Seemed like a pretty nice guy. Um, and and I, honestly, I think it would have been an, a good thing we just recorded that conversation. It would have been great content on the topic of reaction content. That could have been the podcast as far as I'm concerned. But I didn't think to record it because I thought it was going to be short. And he didn't either. So lost to the ether now, I guess. But regardless, he's like, look, you can come on next week and you know we can we can talk or whatever and see what happens and i was like do i really want to do this he seems like a nice dude and i i, I had already said yes so i'm like yeah okay fine uh I, i'll keep i'll keep moving my sleeping pattern and by the time it rolls around for a week from now i can wake up at 4am and every single day i had to wake up and convince myself not to say no <laughs> the things in favor of it were like I don't like to say no to things. I feel like a lot of my life I've I spent not doing things and, you know, regretting not doing them and, and avoiding trying new things and potentially stifling my life or whatever. So I like to go on new things. I like to try new things, put myself out of my comfort zone, talk to people and whatnot. There was also the advantage that I could potentially reach some more people. 
uh, with my ideas uh, about reaction content and, and be introduced to a new audience and whatnot. And of course there was that I had already said yes. So like maintaining that was uh, important. But on the flip side of that, I don't like talking to people. I'm not a person who is, is you know, doing phone calls to people. I don't have confidants. I don't have friends. I have people I'm friendly with, but I, I don't like DM people talking about my thoughts and feelings and stuff. I like writing essays, but communication in real time, I don't think I'm bad at it, but it's not my strong suit, right? It stresses me out. It, it drains my energy. And a long form podcast is so outside my wheelhouse already, but that there was also going to be multiple guests on. Like, I don't think I've had a group conversation in like eons. doesn't mean I wouldn't be good at it, but it's obviously something that, you know, I'm not, I don't have a lot of experience in. I'm not really suited for it. It's not something I actively seek out for enjoyment reasons, right? And when it came to the potential for me to reach a new audience, I don't want to be this way, but the podcast doesn't reach that many new people. Like an episode will get like 50,000 views and the thing goes for like six hours or whatever. So the amount of people who get to the end of that video are probably going to be like next to none, right? Like my reaction series every week gets like 200,000 new views. You know, I'm not really reaching much of a new audience there compared to just like doing anything else with my time. Like I hate thinking that way, but as a part of the business in regards to what I'm going to do with my time, that is a consideration that I have to have. And so obviously I was very hesitant, but for like up until today. So how many days was that like? Up until yesterday. So up until yesterday, which was like four days since I was meant to go on, I ended up saying, look, I, I can't do it. You know, I've changed my mind. And a big reason for that is when I finally spoke publicly and said, look, guys, I'm going to be on this podcast. Is there any reason I shouldn't be? I received quite a few DMs from people expressing concern about some of the guests that the podcast had had on before, some of the things that the hosts or frequent guests have said in the past, not just on the the podcast, but also um, on other social medias, clearly representing them as not really being aligned with my own politics. Now understand, privately, because I've, I've been talking to Mueller for days, obviously, and like privately, I'm fine with talking to people about stuff. If I met any one of these people in public, irrespective of their positions or anything, I would, I would ha I have a, ch I'd have a chat with them. Like there's no issue there. But when it comes to my brands, my associations, my public ones, there's obviously a risk that any association I make can come back to bite me later on. As a person who made an analogy in regards to consent once in a fucking essay, and I'm still hearing about it for a year and a half, I'm very skittish when it comes to putting myself into situations where something can get clipped out of context and I'll have to listen to it forever, you know? And when it comes to judging them for things that they've said, in many cases, sure, there could be context in which what they, what any of these people said wasn't particularly that bad. And it's just been thrown around by people who don't like them. But there were other stuff where I was like, yeah, there's no context that can really make this good. And so while I was, I was already hesitant as to whether or not I was going to go on. And then when I saw all this stuff, received all these messages, I was like, so what I'm, I'm risking my brands to go out of my comfort zone to potentially risk something going wrong or whatever to reach a very small amount of people, many of whom will already agree with me anyway. As much as this dude seems like a nice guy, I don't think I should be doing this. This doesn't make much sense, which sucks, you know? It's as I said to him, in regards to things that he's said or that I may potentially say, it doesn't matter what's true. The perception of something being improper can be equally as damaging as actually doing something improper, right? And so it's clear that for a wide portion of the internet, this podcast has a negative reputation. For example, in the Hassan video, How a Socialist Made Capitalism Worse, one of the things that Hassan talks about is this thing that he calls a Nazi kill stream. And I had no idea what he was talking about there, except that I was informed that 
this is nonsense and just Hassan talking shit as he always does, just lying to protect himself. But the podcast he was talking about was every frame of pause. Is that a correct assessment? No. These people aren't Nazis. I mean, I'm, I would be surprised if there hadn't been a single, given may the political leanings of the people on the podcast, I would be surprised if it had never had a Nazi on it at some point. But clearly everyone on it isn't a Nazi, nor has every guest been a Nazi. It is not a Nazi kill stream. That's insane. But at the same time, you can see how the same sorts of people who read nothing of what I've ever written or listen to a single word that I say and can still condemn me despite that. This is just giving them more fuel for that fire. Potentially something that I would have to listen to fucking forever. In the same way, like, I was looking before on, on Reddit, and I saw people being like, that Dark Viper EU guy dodging debates with Destiny, you know, the streamer. And I'm like, the man has never invited me to debate. He has never publicly told me he wants to debate me. He has not reached out in any capacity. But apparently I am still dodging this debate. I'm clearly not, but that is the perception of some people. And just their perception makes it true for them. What makes matters worse is apparently uh, Mueller did ask Destiny if he wanted to be on the podcast. And so now for some people, it may look like I'm now dodging Destiny, which when I found that out, that wasn't the reason why I, well, I found that out days ago and I was still fine with it. He suggested it at the beginning. Um, that's not ultimately what the straw that broke the camel's back. But now I feel like I should email Destiny and offer to speak just to avoid that potential misinterpretation. But as I said from the get-go, I don't really want to talk to Destiny. I don't think that is a valuable use of my time either. But at least in the case of Destiny, he has a, a larger audience than this podcast. So while Destiny has many of the same problems that this podcast does, at least I would be talking to a greater amount of people. It is always a matter of risk versus reward. And in both cases, I think the, the reward is uh, far less than the risk, as I've come to learn over time. At least with Destiny, it's it's close closer in terms of its balance. So basically, that's my thoughts on that whole thing. So I won't be on the podcast now. I shouldn't give someone like Destiny a platform. So you need to remember that I watched Destiny from 2016 to 2018. Not religiously or something, but I, as a person who once upon a time was very much so that I like to listen to debates on society, religion, politics, and whatnot as background noise, Destiny, at the time at least, was the the best place to find that kind of content. There would always be... Uh, some debate going on about some issue of politics, and I would put that on the background and listen, right? So I know a lot of the memes from back then. Maybe it even extended a little bit into 2019. But obviously, as I've grown as a creator and I've become more busy, that kind of content is less useful for me. But also, I've just wholly fallen off this idea of, of, of debates as ent entertainment. I know they are entertaining. I'm not criticizing people for that. Like, I was never big on the idea of debates really being meaningful anyway, but I'm less interested in listening to debates for entertainment. So obviously I fell off Destiny's content hard. I'd always considered him to be an interesting asshole. A person that I think anyone could have an interesting conversation with. But that's about it, right? As is the case if you watch my debate with Destiny from 2018, I think it's fair to say that quite often he holds positions that are untenable um, and that I do disagree with. But at least, as I say, with Destiny, everyone effectively knows who Destiny is, right? Everyone's had their ride. And so have I. And I'd just be going back for seconds at this point, right? I'm not sure how much of me talking to him would ever give him much more of a platform, <laughs> considering how long he has been around. If you are in that space of political discourse on the internet, you know who Destiny is. Very different situations, right? Stop! Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.